Ultimate Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears Basketball. We're 15 minutes away from tonight's tip-off, and it's time for the PNC Bank pregame show, a comprehensive look at tonight's Waynedale Golden Bears game. Brought to you by PNC Bank. For the achiever in you, PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Waynedale High School for tonight's special sports presentation on UltimateSportsTalk.com of Waynedale Lady Golden Bears basketball. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along this evening on Ultimate Sports Talk, where tonight we've got a Wayne County Athletic League encounter between two teams that, at the beginning of the year, were expected to contend with Chippewa for the league title, but after injuries sustained by Maddie Neer, and we're going to get into that here in just a little bit as far as the Lady Bears are concerned, kind of knocked them out of the race. Waynedale comes into tonight's game fresh off of their victory on Monday night over Triway, 60-42, to the first win of the season on the, for the Lady Bears. They are 0-2 in Wayne County Athletic League play. While the Smithville Lady Smithies under head coach Mike Miller are 5-0 on the year, and they are 2-0 in conference play. Maggie Koblenz and Grace Lemon were in double figures on Monday night in the initial victory for the Lady Bears against Triway. The Bears had their highest point output of the season, 60, and it was the first time anyone all year long had scored in double figures, and Koblenz and Lemon both accomplished that. Smithville's coming in off of their win on Saturdays, 45-28 at home over Lexington. Miller's crew last year finished 14-8 on the year, 10-4 in conference play, and in second place. And they've got two starters returning from last year. Lauren Erickson, who averaged 14 points against the Bears last year. I'm sorry, 11 points. And Emily Hurst, who averaged 12. Erickson averaged 14 points overall on the season. These two teams met twice last year in a couple of barn burners. The first game on December 30th at Smithville was an overtime game in which the Lady Smithies won it by three points, 48-45. to Maddie Neer and Maggie Koblenz each had 11, while Rachel Gerber, who's gone now, had 15, and Emily Hurst had an 11. Then on February 5th, right back here at the high school, Smithville defeated Waynedale by 6, 51-45. to Maddie Neer had 18 points in that game. Maggie Koblenz added 12. Lauren Erickson had 14 and Hurst added 13. The JV game tonight, well, it went to Waynedale. They evened up their junior varsity record at 3-3 three and three with a 31-17 win tonight over Smithville. Well, we're going to preview tonight's game, take a look at what happened in boys basketball on Tuesday night, also girls basketball action this evening. We're going to go all of that, plus we'll talk with head coach Sid Klein when our PNC Bank pregame show continues after this timeout. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and help save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. 
we're about 10 minutes away from the tip-off of tonight's girls game between Smithville and Waynedale. Some wrestling action happened last night at Northwestern. Waynedale was in the Northwestern quad meet, and they defeated West Holmes 57-17, to and they also won over Triway 51-17. to Now, last night in boys' basketball action, I should say Tuesday night in boys' basketball action, it was St. Thomas Aquinas beating Dalton 59-52. to The Bulldogs will be entertaining... The Bears team tomorrow night will be on the air with a pregame show for that one at 7.15. Rittman defeated Central Christian 69-52. It was Orville over Smithville 62-48. Triway Edge Northwest 59-55. Highland over Newcomers Town and Boys Basketball Action Tuesday 84-54. And it was Fairless 59, Kingsway 32. Now taking a look at what's going to happen tomorrow night in Boys Basketball Action, other than the Waynedale at Dalton game, Hillsdale goes to Chippewa. That's actually the Chips' first game of the year. They have not played because of the football action that they were involved in. Norway will be at Northwestern. That should be a great game. Smithville at Rittman. Elsewhere around the area, Central Christian will be at Danville. Kingsway goes to Faith Christian. Orville is at Mansfield Senior. Fairless at Triway. Worcester goes to West Holmes. St. Pete's will be in Loudonville. And Tusla travels to Indian Valley. In Saturday boys' action, Northwestern will be at the Barberton Grenolds Classic. That starts at 4.15. Chippewa will take on Highland in the Hoops for Hart Classic. That's at Canton Central Catholic at 5 o'clock. And Kingsway plays at Central Christian at 7.30 on Saturday. On Monday night in girls' basketball action, Northwestern destroyed Our Lady of the Elms 82-19. to So really, Our Lady of the Elms, when they decided they didn't want to play Waynedale anymore and moved to Northwestern, really didn't get any kind of a schedule break out of that. In Tuesday girls' action, it was Central Christian over Crestline 46-20. to And on Wednesday's action, it was Tusloff 53, Fairless 20. Around the area tonight, Chippewa goes to Northwestern. That should be a good one, a high-scoring affair over in Huskyville. Hillsdale will be in doubt. Norway goes to Rittman, and it will be Orville at Mansfield Senior, and West Holmes travels to Worcester. Saturday games, not only are the Lady Bears playing tonight, but they'll play also on Saturday. They will be entertaining Canton Central Catholic here at the high school. 1 o'clock with the JV game, 2.30 with the tip-off of the varsity. We'll be on the air with a pregame show at 2.15 for that one. Elsewhere in the area, Rittman is at Central Christian. West Holmes goes to Orville. Mansfield Senior is at Worcester. Norway travels to Lucas. Indian Valley will be at Triway. Akron Springfield at Cloverleaf. Ridgewood is in Highland. Kingsway at Connaught Valley. And Hillsdale will be at Loudville. It's Smithville 5-0, 2-0 in conference play against Waynedale. 1-4, 0-2 in the Wayne County Athletic League. We'll preview tonight's game right after this timeout. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with virtual wallet. Simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Well, the Smithville Lady Smithies are 5-0 and on the year. They're 2-1 and in non-conference play, 2-0 and in conference play. Head coach Mike Miller entering his 20th season. He's got 356 career wins against only 96 career defeats. They are 1-0 and at home. They're 2-0 and on the road, and they're 2-0 and on neutral floors. 
Last year they were 14 and 8, 10 and 4 in the Wayne County Athletic League, which was good enough for second place in what was really a down year for the Smithies. They lost three starters after last year's season. Lauren Erickson led the team with about eight and a half points per game and three rebounds. Emily Hurst scored five and grabbed five rebounds a game. Now they are a small team that fits into what Miller likes to do, which is play pressure defense and get all over the floor on you. Their tallest player is going to be senior center Kennedy Cull. She's at 5'10", and they're not very deep, and Miller has been experimenting, trying to find some bench players that he can rely upon. Now they beat Lexington last Saturday, as we said, 45-28, to so that was a big victory for them. And coming into this year, they're averaging, or into this game, they're averaging about 52 points a game and giving up on the average 38 points a game. Waynedale 1-4 on the year. They're 0-2 in conference play. They are 1-1 one one here at home and 0-3 and on the road. Sid Klein in his seventh year as head coach of the Lady Bears. 67 wins against 69 defeats. And this is the first of two games in three days for the Lady Bears. And after Saturday's game against Canton Central Catholic, that will mean that the Bears would have played five games in ten days. And you are hard-pressed to find an NBA team that plays that many games in 10 days. So, tired legs may be up tonight and on Saturday. Now, Lexi Weaver shouldn't have that problem. She finally returned to school today after the flu. She missed the Orville and Triway game on Monday night. Now, Sid Klein is not expecting to play her tonight, but if they do get into a problem, she probably will play. Now, the good news is is that Maddie Neer is still out until the first of the year at the earliest, but they've got her running and jumping she still has not participated in a full set of practice yet, but she is running and jumping, so that is good news. And the prognosis is still around the first of the year for near to return. So the Lady Bears right now are looking for their first win of the conference season, their second win in a row, and we had a chance to talk with Sid Klein before tonight's ball game about this contest. Sid, before tonight's game with Smithville, all right, you win on Monday night over Triway. Big win for the team. I think it was the one that you said afterwards they really needed to get. Yeah, the you know the way the girls have worked, uh, you know, Triway's a great team, and, and to pull that pull that game together the way we did as a team, and to get that win, that that was huge for the girls, for the coaches, for the confidence. You know, you wouldn't answer this question before the game, but what did you do against Micah Finley that shut her down so well? We we covered her all over the place. Uh, we had somebody we rotated three girls on her. You know, she averages. Uh, 19, 20 points a game, and we had, you know, again, we just kept three fresh girls on her constantly throughout the game, and and uh, the three girls that we put on her did a great job, and and she had trouble getting open. You know, with the schedule that you've played so far, the five games, but the the Rockhouse schedule that you played the first four, I thought it really came into play in that game against Triway because you were tougher in that game. You are able to handle anything that they threw at you. Yeah, uh, I agree 100% with that. I mean, a, a little bit of the Tussaw game, the Northwestern game, the Chippewa game, and the Orville game, there were bits and pieces of it, you know, that really helped us uh, in the Triway game. And, you know, with Smithfield and we have Canton Central Catholic coming up. I mean, we still have a couple really tough games, and and uh, you know we just we just need to keep playing hard. Now you've got a stepping stone here. I wouldn't say it's a stepping stone. I guess that's the wrong term. But you got your your second your third conference game now against Smithville. Talk a little bit about them and what what you expect out of Mike Miller's crew. You know, Mike does a great job. I mean, his record speaks for itself. Uh, you, you know, Smithville's going to play very very solid defense on us. They do a little bit of zone. They do 
from trapping occasionally. Uh, his bread and butter is a really solid half-court man-to-man defense. Uh, offensively, they're extremely patient. Uh, they, they do a good job moving without the ball. They set good screens. You know, it's hard to get those guys to turn the ball over. You know, our goal is, you know, if they get a shot, it's one and done. You know, we have to uh, control the glass. That that was a big key for us against Triway, and we need to do that again tonight. Emily Hurst really seemed to bother us last year, averaging 12 points a game. What do you do tonight? To try to pick up the pace against her, you know we're gonna we're gonna throw a couple different defenses uh, at Smithville and, and and see if we can find one that works and and uh, you know we're hoping the first one we throw at them will work. How good is a player is Lauren Erickson? She's tough. She had 26 the other night. I mean she's she's a tough player. You know then they have their point guard Jordan McConnell. She's a nice player. Again, solid program over at Smithville. Well, now you've got this one tonight. Maggie Koblenz and Grace Lemon played extremely well in the game on Monday night. I would think that you can really build upon that win. Yeah, as far as Grace's confidence handling the ball, uh, you know, with her being a senior, she she really came onto her own right there. She did a good job handling the ball. She made senior leadership decisions with the ball, uh, and you know, we were really Coach McLeod and I. We were really happy to see that for her. How about the play? Uh, Lexi Weaver will be back tonight. Is she going to play tonight? Probably not going to play Lexi. She's been sick a little bit uh, this week. We haven't seen her at all this week until today. So, you know, just for, you know, the good being of Lexi's health, we're, we're, we have no in- intention of putting her in the game tonight. Same starters? Same starters. Thanks, Sid. Talk to you afterwards. Uh-huh, thank you. So the keys for tonight's ball game for Smithville, they've got to play their pressure defense and rebound. And for Waynedale, they've got to continue to be aggressive offensively like they were on Monday night against Triway and cut down their turnovers. They're averaging 19 a game. They did that on Monday night against Triway, but still ended up winning. It is Smithville 5-0, and 2-0 in conference play against Waynedale 1-4 and 0-2 and and in the league. I'm Dave Mitchell. The tip-off is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of the PNC Bank pregame show. Brought to you by PNC Bank. For the achiever in you, PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. The game is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been serving the community from snacks, beverages, anything you may need. Just like the Waynedale Golden Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. Ultimate Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Basketball. This game is brought to you by the Spidell Funeral Home with two locations in Mount Eaton and a Brewster. Yoder Builders in Orville. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. The Fire and Ice Pub just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Murphy's Promotions. Call 464-1970. The Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi. Call 830-9760. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. 
the Shaw Brothers Farms. Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. And by Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. This contest is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the gym for this Waynedale Golden Bears basketball game. These two teams play a couple of epic contests a year ago when Waynedale lost two, just barely to Smithville in overtime in the first one by three and by six here at home. Good evening, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell. Tonight, the Waynedale Lady Bears entertain the Smithville Lady Smithies. This should be a good one. The Lady Smithies 5-0 and on the year, 2-0 and in conference play, and the Lady Bears 1-4 and coming off of their first win of the year over Triway on Monday night, and they are 0-2 in conference play. Let's take a look at the starting lineups for tonight's game. First of all, for the visiting Smithville Smithies, who are 2-0 on the year on the road. They are coming in after a win over Lexington on Saturday. They will start at the forwards. Lauren Erickson, number 30, a 5'7 senior, averaging 12 points a game. And Emily Hurst, Hurst, number 25, a 5'7 senior, averaging 12 a game. Kennedy Call in the middle, number 34, a 5'10 senior. And in the backboard, it's number 41, Blair Bazanson, a 5'8 senior. And the point guard, Jordan McConnell, number 11, a 5'4 junior. So it's Erickson and Hurst at the forwards. Cull in the middle, Bazanson and McConnell are at the guards. Mike Miller in his 20th year, 356 wins against 96 defeats. He is assisted by Beth Yoder and Jim Smith. Now for the Waynedale Lady Bears, they beat Triway on Monday night by 18, 60 to 42. They're one and four on the year. They will start at the forwards. Number double zero, Maggie Coburn's averaging nine points a game. She's a 5'9 sophomore. At the other forward, number 13, Lindsay McFern, a 5'9 senior, averaging four and a half points a game. Carolyn Brewer in the middle. She's number 42, a 5'9 senior. Brewer averaging six and a half points a game and four rebounds in contest. In the backcourt, Emma Cannon, number 22. Cannon averaging seven points a game and six rebounds and outing. She's a 5'6 freshman. And at the other guard is number five, Grace Lemon, coming in after her 14-point performance against Triway on Monday night, averaging five points a game in on the season. Once again for the Lady Bears, it's Koblenz and McFern at the forwards. Brewer in the middle, Cannon and Lemon at the guard. Sid Klein in his seventh year, 67 wins against 69 defeats. He is assisted by P.J. McLeod and Kim Zerker. Waynedale won the JV contest 31-17 to to even up their season mark at 3-3. Three and three. And the Lady Bears varsity team looking for their second straight win. Waynedale will be going from right to left across your computer screen. Smithville in their green home uniforms with white numerals and black trim. Waynedale in their home white uniforms with brown numerals and gold trim. This is the first of two games in three days for the Lady Bears and their fourth game in eight days. They'll play five on Saturday in ten days against Canton Central Catholic. Your officials, Tim Bushner, Derek Gaudio, and Scott Phillips. The ball is in the air, tipped around, and it comes down to Smithville, and they throw it right past Bazanson and out of bounds. So Smithville got the jump, but then they turned the basketball over. So Waynedale will have it to start things off with four seconds elapsing in the first quarter. Inbounds pass to Koblenz, knocked away, picked up off the floor by Brewer. Brewer put up the shot, no good, and the rebound is taken down by Kennedy Call. Call gets it up the floor into the front court to Hurst. Hurst with the basketball on the right wing. 
Now to McConnell. McConnell back over on the left side to Hurst. Back to McConnell between the circles. Bears in a 2-3 zone. Now they're going box and one, and they're going to cover up Lauren Erickson with Grace Lemon. In the key, knocked away, and it goes back out to McConnell for Smithville. Back over to Erickson. Erickson top of the key to McConnell for three. Around the rim won't go, and the rebound taken down on the baseline by Maggie Koblenz. Koblenz will bring it up on the run from right to left. Crossover dribble, left wing to Cannon, drives inside the lane, stops inside the line, gets it off to Brewer in the right corner. Brewer dribbles up right of the lane. Now double team. She's going to get the ball stripped away, and it'll be a jump ball, and the ball will be retained by Waynedale on the alternating jump ball. 7.07 to go in the first quarter of play. We've just begun here from Waynedale High School. I'm Dave Mitchell. With it, McFern will put it in right of her own bucket. Inbounds the ball to Carolyn Brewer. Ball loose on the floor. She got it knocked away. Picked up by Koblenz. Left of the lane. Put it up from 10. Crawled out. Rebound comes down to Lindsay McFern, and she'll be fouled. McFern picked up the offensive rebound with seven minutes to go, and the foul is called against Smithville. On Kennedy Call, that is her first, team's first. And McFern will put the ball in play right of her own bucket again. McFern looking, looking, can't find anyone. Now gets it outside line right to Grace Lemon. Lemon with it outside the arc. Now will dribble out near the center circle and reset the offense. Right wing to Koblenz to the top of the key with a left-hand dribble. Bounce pass to Cannon. She lost the handle, went right through Koblenz's legs and picked up off the floor by Bizantin. Bizantin will bring it up on the run. Now to McConnell between the circles, and now she backs it out near the center line. Gets it over on the left-hand side. Stolen away by Grace Lemon. Lemon on the run. She's going to stop, come to a jump stop. Turn around, put it up too hard off the glass. Rebound tapped out front. It comes down to Carolyn Brewer. Brewer's going to put it up from the right side. Got it. Carolyn Brewer with the bucket, her first two, and Waynedale leads it for the first time tonight at 4-2. Full court pressure put on by the Lady Bears. Up the floor is McConnell, bounce pass left of the lane to Cull, put it up from the right side, no good, and the rebound pulled down by Koblenz. Koblenz will bring it up from right to left, six minutes to go. She drives to the free throw line, baseline right to Brewer. Brewer spins to her left, back out front to McFern, now off to Lemon, and Lemon traveled with it. Grace just got a little too quick with the feet. Second turnover against the Lady Bears in this one. Sydney Miller will come into the ball game, and Grace Lemon will take a seat. You're probably going to see a lot of substitutions for Sid Klein tonight because they're going box and one against Erickson this evening, trying to do the same thing to her that they did to Micah Findlay on Monday night of Triway. Right of the lane call. Lost the handle. Ball loose on the floor, and McFern will tie up call, and Smithville will get it back on the jump ball. 5.52 5.52 left to go in the first quarter. Waynedale on top of a two-zip. Putting it in play is Bizantin into the right corner to McConnell. McConnell will dribble it out now between the circles against that box-and-one zone that Waynedale is playing. With it is McConnell. Goes a baseball pass to Hurst, left wing. Left of the lane to call. Back out to McConnell. Drives inside the lane. Put it up on the run. Won't go, but a foul is called on Emma Cannon. That will be the first on Emma and the first against Waynedale as a team with 5.38 to go in the first period. So McConnell will go line right. The 5'4 junior, scoreless here this evening, goes to the line for the first time, of course, and she drains that one. That's her first point of the ball game. And it's 2-1. Waynedale on top of it. Checking into the ball game now will be Nicole Trogdon, a 5'5 senior. Trogdon comes in, and leaving is Blair Bizantin. She leaves scoreless. Second one by McConnell, line right. Put that one too hard off the back iron. And Koblenz grabs her third rebound of the night. 
Maggie into the front court with the left-hand dribble, left side of the front court. Now spins it back out to the center circle, left of the lane, back over on the left baseline to Cannon, drives the left baseline, put it up, missed everything, hit the side of the backboard. Rebound loose, and it comes down to McConnell. McConnell will bring it up the left side on the run. Gets it now inside to Bizanson, or check that to Erickson. She's going to put it up on the run. It won't go, but she's fouled on the way to the bucket. So Erickson will go to the line, shooting two on the foul by Carolyn Brewer. Her first and the second against Waynedale as a team. 5.15 to go. Erickson came into this one averaging just over 13 points a game. Puts that one up and it will crawl off the side iron and fall in. So we're tied at two apiece. And Erickson will try to give the Lady Smithies their first lead of the evening. Isaac shoots it. No good. And Maggie Koblenz pulls down the rebound again. She has been a rebounding machine the last two games. And she's been running the point a lot also. Koblenz, left baseline. It goes to McFern. Left of the lane on the block. And she's going to be tied up. And the ball will go back to Waynedale on the alternating jump ball. Grace Lemon will check back in. And McFern will leave. So McFern leaves the ball game. And Lemon... We'll now put the ball in play left of her own bucket on the baseline. Lemon eyes it, gets it left of the lane to Koblenz, put it up, got it blocked from behind and out of bounds, and it was last touched by Smithville. Nice move underneath by Koblenz, but she just got the ball blocked out of the air by Hurst. So now Lemon will just go over to the other side of the basket and put it in play again. This time on the right side, Lemon inbounds the ball to Brewer. Brewer lost the handle, picked up by Lemon, right up off the glass, no good. Rebound comes down to Emma Cannon, put it up from five, no, but she's fouled. So Cannon will go to the line shooting two, and it's been a foul fest so far in this first quarter of play. That's three against Smithville. Check at two against Smithville, two against Waynedale. And Cannon goes to the line shooting two. She's scoreless here tonight. Cannon on the year from the line shooting 56%, and she drains that one. So Waynedale regains the lead at 3-2. to 4.53 to go in the first quarter. Second one by Cannon line left is up, and that one is good again. Cannon with two, sweeps the pair. Bears lead it by two, 4-2. to two. 4.50 to go in the first quarter. Into the front court is McConnell. Right side to Hurst. Hurst back to McConnell. Left wing to Trogdon. She'll shoot the three. Got it. Trogdon with the first three of the ball game. And Smithville has taken their first lead of the night at 5-4. to four. Cannon to the free throw line in the front court. Puts it up from 14. Around the rim. Won't go. Rebound comes down to Trogdon underneath. Trogdon will get the ball up the side to McConnell into the front court. McConnell right side to Hurst. Back to McConnell between the circles. Now to Trogdon left wing. She'll launch the three again. Got it again. Trogdon with six. And Smithville is up now at six to four. Four oh nine to go in this first quarter of play. With it on the right side is Brewer. And it goes right by her and out of bounds. That's three turnovers and a timeout taken by Sid Klein and the Lady Bears. Four oh six to go in this first period of play and your score is Smithville 6 and Wayndale 4. Experience a pleasant atmosphere and homemade comfort food daily at Deb's Den in Apple Creek. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. There's no assembly line food at Deb's Den. Everything is handcrafted and fresh from the sandwiches to the soups and sides and the dinner specials every day. Stop in for breakfast Tuesday through Saturday from 7 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. 
Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday, 11 to 9, and Sunday, 12 to 3. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Well, there was some disparity on my score sheet and the scoreboard, and that was because the two threes that I thought Nicole Trogdon hit, they evidently called twos. Looked like she, they were three-pointers, but they were just twos, so Smithville leads it by two at six to four. With it, Trogdon, right of the lane. It goes to Call, who's back into the ball game. Left baseline to Erickson, put it up, no good. Rebound comes down underneath to Erickson. Erickson puts it right back up, won't go again. Boy, a lot of bodies flying underneath the bucket, and the ball is taken down by Hurst. Hurst with it, gets it back out front to McConnell. Bears just could not buy a rebound on the right side is Erickson. Now back out front to McConnell. McConnell against that box and one. Now it's just a straight 2-1-2 zone defense for the Lady Bears. Out front inside the center circle is McConnell for Smithville. Right wing to Trogdon. Underneath pass to Call. Back onto the right baseline to Erickson. Put it up and it hit the front iron and fell through. Erickson with four and it's 9-4. Smithville with a five point lead. Into the front court is Grace Lemon to the free throw line. Backs it out front to Carolyn Brewer. Right of the lane. She'll pull up for 14. Missed it. Rebound tapped into the corner and out of bounds. And it will be Smithville basketball. McFern is into the ball game and Sidney Miller leaves. McFern checks in with one rebound and an offensive rebound. 2.58 to go in the first quarter of play. 9-4 Smithville on top of it. Into the front court is Smithville. Trogdon goes over to McConnell. Now there's two guards out front for Smithville. Underneath the call, and it'll be a foul called on the right and the left of the lane on Grace Lemon. That is her first. And the third against Waynedale as a team with 2.45 to go in the first quarter. Into the game, Blair Bazanson again. And leaving is Kennedy Call. Smithville will put the ball in play left of their own bucket on the baseline. Putting it in is Hurst. Hurst inbounds the ball. Top of the key to Erickson. Now back out front to McConnell. McConnell with it on the right side. Gets it off to Hurst. Hurst back out to Bizanson. Now to Trogdon. Over to Erickson. Right wing jumper for three. Won't go. And the rebound knocked loose. And it's picked up by Grace Lemon off the floor. Lemon now will lead the break for the Lady Bears. Into the front court. Right side to Koblenz to the free throw line. Jump pass to Emma Cannon. Three left wing. No good off the back iron. Rebound taken down by Lemon up and in. Smallest player on the floor. Grace Lemon got the offensive rebound and put it home. It's 9-6. Smithville on top of it. With it is McConnell. McConnell against the 2-1-2. Over on the right baseline to Hurst. Back to Trogdon. Right of the lane to Bizance and dribbles it out and gets it off to Hurst. Right baseline. 15-footer overshot it. And the rebound pulled out of the air by McFern. McFern now gets it off to Grace Lemon. A minute 50 to go in the first quarter. Lemon left wing to Cannon. Dribbles to the free throw line with the right hand. Top of the key. Koblenz to the line. To the lane. Put it up from 12. Got it. Maggie Koblenz with her first two. And it's 9-8 Smithville. A minute 35 to go in the quarter. Into the front court is McConnell. Crossover dribble inside the center circle. Holds it up against the Bears' 1-2-2 zone now. With it is McConnell, top of the key. Right wing to Trogdon. Right of the baseline, it goes to Hurst. Put it up, no. And the official waited until the shot was missed. Typical NBA call, and then called the foul. And it'll be a foul against Waynedale, and that will send Hurst to the line. Foul is called on Maggie Koblenz. Her first. And the fourth against Waynedale as a team. 
Going line right, Emily Hurst. She's scoreless. Now she's not. As she cans the first one. Sydney Miller will come into the ball game again, and leaving is Maggie Koblenz. A minute 21 to go. Koblenz leaves with two points, four rebounds, and a personal. Second one by Hurst, line right. That one is nice up and in. Two in the game for Hurst. It's 11-8, Smithville. Lemon, right side to Emma Cannon to the free throw line inside the key. Gets it back to Sydney Miller. Stops, looks left. Gets it off to McFern inside the lane. Bounce pass all alone. Grace Lemon for two on, or right on the arc from the right wing. No good. And Grace Lemon chases down the rebound. Lemon with the top of the key. Left wing to Emma Cannon. Dribbles to the baseline to McFern for the three-pointer. Got it! McFern. She's got six games in a row. We were kidding her the other night. She's got a streak going. Six games in a row where she's hit a three. And we're tied at 11. McConnell into the front court. 40 seconds to go in the quarter. And the ball is thrown right past Erickson and out of bounds. And Wayndale will have it back after the turnover. That's two turnovers tonight on Smithville. Three against the Lady Bears with 42.3 seconds to go in this first quarter. Bears now will hold it up for the last shot. Smithville in a 1-3-1 zone now. Into the front court. Cannon off to Brewer. Right baseline to McFern. McFern bounce pass to Brewer right in the lane. And she's going to be fouled by Blair Bazanson. That is her first and the fourth against Smithville as a team with 31 and a half seconds to go in the first quarter. And McFern will put the ball in play. Right of her bucket. 1-4 alignment for the Bears putting it in. Inbounds pass to Cannon at the free throw line. Left baseline to Miller. Back out front to Lemon. Lemon with 25 seconds left to go. Left wing to Miller for three. Off the back iron. Nope. And the rebound is taken down by Erickson. Erickson gets it up the floor to McConnell. Into the front court. On the dribble. Guarded by Miller. On the right wing to Trogdon. Top of the key. McConnell for three. Got it. McConnell with four in the ballgame. Her first three. Eight seconds to go. 14 to 11. Smithville on top of it. Into the front court is Lemon. Lemon top of the key. Three off the glass. No good. And that's the end of the first quarter of play. And your score at the end of one from Waynedale is the Smithville Lady Smithies 14, Waynedale 11. Casa de Sassi is a family-owned business built on timeless principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. Like timeless values, their products are manufactured to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. Providing a quality product that meets your needs is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi. Earning your trust is vitally important, which is why they always operate in an ethical manner with the highest value for integrity. Call Casa de Sassi today, 330-830-9760. When it comes to cheering on your team, chips and dip don't cut it. So build a better game plan. One that starts with tender, juicy pork. Kick things off with a pork tenderloin and sausage flatbread. Serve a slam dunk with sweet and spicy pork kebabs. Or hit it out of the park with hearty pork meatball sandwiches. With pork, there are countless ways to keep game day going strong. Find more winning ideas at porkbeinspired.com. Brought to you by Shop Brothers Farms and the Northeast Ohio Pork Producers. 14-11, to 11, Smithville on top of it by three here at the end of the first quarter of play. Four points each for Erickson, McConnell, and Trogdon for the Lady Smithies. And for Waynedale, three points leading the way by Lindsay McFern. Smithville will have the basketball to open up the second quarter of play. They go to Trogdon right side, back to McConnell. McConnell with Erickson, Trogdon 
Underneath pass to Hurst. Hurst put it up from five. Spun it around the rim. No good. Rebound tapped outside. Comes down to Erickson. Left wing three. Overshot it. Rebound loose on the baseline. Saved in by Sydney Miller, but she stepped out of bounds. Trying to save it in. And the ball will stay with Smithville. Waynedale out there with McFern, Cannon, Koblenz, Miller, and Brooklyn Reby into the ball game for the first time. Smithville, inbounds pass, goes to Trogdon. Left baseline jumper, won't go from three. And the rebound taken down by Emma Cannon. Cannon with two rebounds tonight, leads the team with seven a game. Cannon left baseline, she got bumped, and the bump caused the travel. Four turnovers in the ball game by Waynedale, two for Smithville. Waynedale out-rebounded Smithville at the end of that first quarter, 11-7. to With it is McConnell, right side to Trogdon, back top of the key to Tr- McConnell, down on the left baseline to Erickson, and Erickson is going to be called for the traveling violation. So Erickson has really been bottled up by the Lady Bears so far in this one. Sid Klein went with the box and one against Findlay on Monday night. He's done the same against Erickson so far in this game. Cannon inside the lane. Seven footer again the key. Nothing but net. Cannon with four. When she gets it that deep, she's almost pure. 14-13. Smithville by a point. McConnell left wing. Intercepted by McFern. McFern will bring it up on the run. Bounce pass to Brooklyn Reby. Knocked out of bounds by Smithville and the ball will stay with Waynedale. I don't know what was so funny by McFern, but when she got the pass over on the sideline, she started laughing as she was bringing the ball up the floor. McFern will inbound it, gets it into Brooklyn Reby. Left corner back to McFern, back out top of the circle to Cannon. Cannon hands it off to Maggie Koblenz. Koblenz on the right side to Miller, back out to Koblenz, drives right of the lane, pulls up from 12, around, nope. Rebound taken down underneath, last touch by Smithville and Trogdon along with Blair Bazanson and Kennedy Cull, and the ball will stay with Waynedale. 6.35 to go in this first quarter, or first half of play. Inbounds pass went right by Emma Cannon. She wasn't looking for it, and it's picked off by Smithville. Into the front court is McConnell, and McConnell really has not had a breather in this one. With it on the right side is Trogdon. Right corner, it goes to Hurst. Back out to McConnell. Left baseline, Erickson. She's going to launch the three. Got it. Well, you cannot leave her alone. Give her an open shot. She'll can it with seven. And Smithville up by four, 17-13. Koblenz, jump pass left wing to McFern for three. Nope. Rebound taken down by Erickson on the baseline. Erickson will get it off to McConnell, and she'll bring it into the front court as Carolyn Brewer will check back in at the next dead ball along with Grace Lemon. Right of the lane, it goes to Kennedy Call, put up an air ball right corner. And the rebound pulled out of the air by McFern. McFern brings it up on the run, double team. Gets a pass out front, knocked away, and Maggie Koblenz went for the ball and ran right through Hurst and picked up her second foul. And the fifth team foul against Waynedale. 17-13 Smithville. Koblenz has to leave along with Cannon. Lemon and Brewer are back in for the Lady Bears. McConnell will bring it up with 5.40 to go before halftime. On the right side to Trogdon, back to McConnell, left of the lane. It goes to Erickson for three, spun it in and out. Nope, rebound knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Hurst as she went right over the top of Grace Lemon and knocked it away. So Waynedale has it back. And Reby inbounds the ball to Lemon, and she'll bring it across as Smithville goes to the 1-3-1 half-court trap. Lemon bounce pass to Reby, and the ball is kicked away and out of bounds by Erickson. So Waynedale will have it inbounds on the far side. 
near the timeline. Reby looking, inbounds it to Sidney Miller. Miller with it, almost threw it into the backcourt, but then decided against that. That was probably a good decision. With it is Lemon, fakes left, goes right to Brooklyn Reby. Down into the right baseline to McFern, back out to Reby. Top of the key to Grace Lemon. Lemon double team against this 1-3-1 to Carolyn Brewer. Bounce pass underneath to McFern. Got the ball stripped away and stolen away by Erickson. Erickson gets it up the floor to Hurst. Hurst is going to drive inside. Now peeled back out at the baseline to McConnell. Top of the key. Gets a pass over in the left corner to Erickson for three. It's short. And the rebound taken down inside the lane by Brooklyn Reby. Bears dodged a bullet on that trip. On the left side is Grace Lemon. Bounce pass to Sidney Miller, left wing. Back out to Lemon. Right wing to Reby. Down into the right baseline to McFern. To the free throw line to Lemon from 15. No good. Bounced a couple of times on the rim. Rebound knocked out of bounds by Carolyn Brewer. And Smithville will get the ball back with 4.35 remaining in the half. 17-13, Smithville on top of it. Inbound pass knocked away by Brooklyn Reby. They tried to go to McConnell, but the Bears are in a 2-2-1 full-court press type now. More of a diamond and one now press for the Lady Bears. Hurst in the backcourt will dribble it into the front court. Gets around Reby, goes over on the right-hand side to McConnell, put it up no good. Rebound loose on the baseline, pulled out of the air by McConnell. McConnell with it. Between the circles with the right hand. Now gets it to Trogdon. Left baseline to Erickson. Looking left of the baseline. Now gets it off to McConnell. Right side to Erickson. Again out in the corner and back out to McConnell. McConnell cross-court pass. Nice feet underneath the Hurst. No good, but she's fouled on the shot. That'll be the sixth team foul against Waynedale. And Carolyn Brewer picks up her second. And going line right is Emily Hurst. She's got two. Two for two from the stripe tonight. Eyes the first one, put it up, spun out, no good. Emma Cannon back in, McFern out. Blair Bazanson in for Smithville and leaving his call. Now Darby Ramey is coming into the ballgame for the Bears, and Carolyn Brewer is going to have to sit down with those two personals. So Koblenz and Brewer each have two, and they're on the bench. Second one by Hurst from line right. That one is no good also. And the rebound taken down by Grace Lemon. Lemon with her force board of the night. Right side to Emma Cannon. Cannon against that 1-3-1 one, one zone, which seems to be giving the Bears fits. On the right baseline is Ramey. Ramey with it, double team, got the pass knocked free and stolen away by Bizanson. That's seven turnovers tonight on the Bears. Up the floor is Hurst. Hurst inside the arc on the right side, backs it out front to McConnell, and goes on the left baseline to Bizanson. She'll shoot the three, got it. You cannot give her that open a look. She's got 10, and it's a 7-point Smithville lead. Lemon, top of the circle, right baseline to Darby Ramey. Put it up off the top of the backboard. No good, and Hurst got the rebound. Hurst gets it up the floor to McConnell on the run for the Smithies. Left wing now to left baseline to Erickson for three again. Same spot. Nope. And the rebound this time taken down by Brooklyn Reby. Reby will bring it up from right to left with 3.15 to go before halftime. Lemon, right baseline to Darby Ramey. Ramey with it in the corner. Hands it off to Grace Lemon. She'll drive baseline right, and she's bodied up and fouled by Nicole Trogdon. And that will be the second on Trogdon. And just the fourth against Smithville as a team. 
Coming into the ball game is Zelda Reigns, a 5'7 junior, and leaving is Blair Bazanza. Grace Lemon will check out of the ball game also, and McFern is back in. Cannon will put the ball in play, lobs it outside on the right side to Reby. Back to Emma Cannon in the corner, dribbles up to the left of the lane. Got the pass out front to Sidney Miller. The ball knocked free, picked up in the front court by Trogdon. Trogdon left corner, gets it back outside to Zelda Reigns, and she stepped out of bounds. Check that, that was Nicole Trogdon. Trogdon stepped out of bounds on the sideline. 2.55 to go before halftime. Now coming in is Anna Munton. Munton, a 5'7 sophomore. And leaving is Trogdon after committing that turnover. 2.53 to go in the first half. Miller gets the pass from Reby, and it went right through her hands and out of bounds. Well, the Lady Bears are not as crisp as they were on Monday night, and Sid Klein knows it and takes a timeout. 2.48 to go in the first half of play. Your score, Smithville 20, Waynedale 13. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at millercustomexteriors.com. Well, Sid Klein has used up both his 30s. He'll have three timeouts remaining, all full. Smithville with a seven-point lead in the basketball, 2.45 to go in the first half. With it on the right side is Trogdon, or excuse me, is McConnell back out to Hurst. Hurst to the free throw line, bounce pass underneath to Zoe Reigns, gets it back outside to McConnell for three, got it. McConnell with seven. That is five three-pointers in the first half by Smithville, and they have opened up a ten-point lead. Right side, Reby gets it over to Emma Cannon, 15-footer right of the lane, short, and the rebound comes down on the floor to McConnell. And Smithville is on a spurt right now. Left wing to Erickson for three, that one's short, and the rebound comes down out front to Emma Cannon. Cannon on the run, it's one on two, pulls up from 15, got it! Cannon with six, boy, she pulled up like she knew exactly what she was doing and drained it. And it's 23-15, Smithville on top of it. Into the front court, the Lady Smithies on the right side to Hurst. Left wing, left of the front court. It goes to McConnell. Back to Hurst, over to McConnell. Left baseline to Erickson. Erickson, lob pass back out to Hurst. Right baseline now to Anna Munson. Put it up from two. Got it. Munson was just inside the arc. And it's a ten-point Smithville lead again. Reby will bring it into the front court. Bounce pass. It goes to Anna Cannon. She lost it. And it's pulled out of the air by Erickson. Erickson gets it up the floor on the right-hand side to Hurst. Hurst down into the corner to Munton. Bounce pass to Reigns. Back into the corner to Munton. Right wing to Hurst. She'll put up the two. Right wing. Got it. Hurst has got four, and it is a 12-point Smithville lead with a minute five to go in the half. With it on the right side is Reby. Off to Emma Cannon, and Emma Cannon walked with it. That's ten turnovers in the first half. They only had three at the end of the first quarter. They've committed seven in the second period. 103 to go. And Smithville has opened up a 12-point lead. They have outscored the Lady Bears 13-4 in the second quarter. On the right baseline, McConnell dribbles out between the circles over to Hurst. Hurst back down 
to Erickson. Now back to Hurst. Hurst to Erickson, left corner, left of the lane. It goes to Reigns. Back outside to McConnell. Right of the key. Put it up from three. No good. Nice box out by Lindsay McFern, and she grabs the rebound. McFern will bring it into the front court with a half a minute to go. In the half. With it is Cannon. Right baseline. Put it up. No good. She got it partially blocked, and it's pulled out of the air by Reigns. Reigns gets it off to McConnell, and Mike Miller says, let's just hold it for the last shot, and the Lady Smithies will. With it is Erickson. Out on the left-hand side to McConnell. 15 seconds left to go. Now to Hurst. Back to McConnell, left of the front court. Left baseline now to Erickson. Back out front to McConnell. To Hurst, right corner to Munton. Munton got the pass knocked away. Tried to get it to Hurst, but it was knocked out of bounds by Grace Lemon. 27-15, Smithville. 5.2 seconds to go before halftime. Munson inbounds into McConnell, top of the key. Drives in against Reby. Left baseline to Erickson for three. Overshot it again. And that is the end of the first half of play. And your score at halftime here from Waynedale. It is Smithville 27 and Waynedale 15. Where can you get food? Smoking with Southern Pride, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg. Build your own burgers. Try our brisket and pulled pork. And every Thursday night is half-price wing night. Everything cooked to your satisfaction, so you'll come back time and time again. The Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sunday, 11 to 8, located just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm. Specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Exceeding your expectations is what the Spidel Funeral Home strives for. Every day the Spidel Funeral Home proves what matters most. They've been family owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you. And trust your family with their care. The Spidel Funeral Home. In two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home. Just like family, they're when you need them. Amish craftsmanship revered worldwide. Dutch quality stone products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. In the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch quality stone provides a stunning collection of fine veneer stone readily available for dependable, easy to install options for homes and commercial properties. In our corner of the world, people believe in doing things right. Hard work, honesty, and genuine care. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Dover Road in Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. Tonight's Waynedale Golden Bears basketball broadcast is made possible by The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. Deb's Den in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi. Shout Brothers Farms. Murphy's Promotions. And the Apple Creek Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcast on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You're listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears basketball. It's time for the Apple Creek Bank halftime show. The Apple Creek Bank. Visit AppleCreekBank.com 
or stop by one of our six convenient locations. Well, the Lady Bears are not playing as well as they did on Monday night, and it's showing on the scoreboard. They're down here at halftime by 12, 27 to 15. They were outscored in that second quarter when Mike Miller went to a 1-3-1 half-court trap, 13 to 4, and that has led to this 12-point advantage by the Smithies. There's some boys' basketball action going on over the next couple of days. Of course, the Waynedale Bears will be in action tomorrow night, and we will have the pregame show from Dalton for you beginning tomorrow night at 7.15 and the tip-off will be around 7.30 tomorrow evening as Wayndale travels to Dalton for another Wayne County Athletic League encounter. Elsewhere around the league tomorrow night, Hillsdale will be at Chippewa. Norway goes to Northwestern. Smithville will be at Ritman. Then outside the league, Central Christian is at Danville. Kingsway will be at Faith Christian. Fairless is in Triway. Worcester goes to West Holmes. Tuslaw will be at Indian Valley. Orville is at Mansfield Senior. And St. Pete's will be at Loudville. Really, Saturday for the boys is pretty much a day off for a lot of the teams, but Northwestern will be in action at the Barberton Grenolds Classic. That is Saturday afternoon. Chippewa will play Highland in the Hoops for Heart contest. That's at Canton Central Catholic. And Kingsway will be at Central Christian on Saturday night at 7.30. The next game for the Wayndale Lady Bears, well, that'll be Saturday afternoon right back here as they will entertain Canton Central Catholic, and that will be at 2.30 in the afternoon. The JV contest starts at 1 o'clock. Your score here at halftime, 27 to 15. Waynedale down by 12. We'll take a look at the stat story for tonight's first half right after this timeout. The Apple Creek Banking Company is a full-service community bank offering checking and savings accounts, installment, mortgage, and commercial loans. While being able to offer all of the services of a large bank, the Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities they serve and the people and businesses that make those communities great. The staff at the Apple Creek Banking Company truly cares about its customers and helps them choose the products that best meet their needs. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local, eat local, bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company, locally owned, community driven. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Twenty-seven fifteen, Smithville on top of it by 12. Let's take a look at the stats for the first half. Lauren Erickson leading both teams in scoring here tonight with 10 points, one of two from the line, three three-pointers and three rebounds. Jordan McConnell with seven points. She's got two three-pointers, one of two from the line and two rebounds. Four points for Emily Hurst. She's two of four from the line, three rebounds. Four points to Nicole Trogdon off the bench with one rebound. And two points off the bench for Anna Munton. She has no rebounds and no personal fouls. Nicole Trogdon is the only one in foul trouble for Smithville. She's got two fouls. Smithville was 4 of 8 from the line for 50%. They grabbed 10 rebounds in the first half, 3 of them offensive, and they committed 5 turnovers. For Waynedale, they're being led by freshman Emma Cannon with 6 points, 2 of 2 from the line, 3 rebounds, 1 of them offensive. 3 points going to Lindsay McFern with 4 rebounds tonight. That extends her streak to 6 in a row that she has hit a 3-pointer. 2 points going to Maggie Koblenz with 
Also four rebounds, two personal fouls. Carolyn Brewer with two points, one rebound, two fouls. And Grace Lemon, two points, four rebounds, and one foul. Off the bench, Brooklyn Reby has not scored, but she did pick up two rebounds. And Darby Ramey played in that first half, but did not score and did not rebound. Bears from the line, just two of two from the stripe. They're just not getting to the stripe enough. They're not as aggressive against this 1-3-1 zone as they need to be. They committed 16 fouls. They grabbed 18 rebounds, so they're out-rebounding Smithville by eight. Five of them offensive, but they're not taking advantage of that rebounding disparity. And turnovers, they've committed 10, doubling up on Smithville with their five. So your score here at halftime, 27-15. We'll be back with more after this. The Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities it serves and the local businesses that operate in those communities. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Well, a Maddie Near update. She is expected back around the first of the new year. She started running and jumping just earlier tonight before the game. And it appears that she is getting herself ready to start participating in practices, maybe in a couple of weeks. Now, nothing official on that. That's just from what I saw earlier tonight. But Maddie Near, of course, in case you missed it, she's got nine screws in her feet and a point off of a broken foot that she suffered during the soccer season. So Maddie, one of the All-Ohio players that Waynedale's got, and she would make a big difference if she could come back and play a few games prior to tournament time. 27-15, Waynedale was down by three at the end of the first quarter, 14-11, to but then they were outscored 13-4 to in that second quarter, and they're down by 12 now at 27-15. to We'll be back with second-half action on UltimateSportsTalk.com after this. You've been listening to the Apple Creek Bank Halftime Show. Brought to you by the Apple Creek Bank. Visit applecreekbank.com or stop by one of our six convenient locations. We'll go back to the gym for the second half of this Waynedale Golden Bears basketball game after this on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Tonight's Waynedale Golden Bears basketball broadcast is made possible by Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, the Fire and Ice Pub just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192, the Spidell Funeral Home with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster, Yoder Builders, the Apple Creek drive Through on Main Street in Apple Creek, and PNC Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Great food and a relaxing atmosphere. A good time had by all. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg. Spend time with friends after the game. Enjoy the food where you can build your own burger, showing off your creativity. Or try the pulled pork or the brisket. And every Thursday night, the Fire and Ice Pub is the place to be for half-price wing night. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 11, closed on Mondays. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 92. Well, next broadcast game is tomorrow night at Dalton. We'll be on the air with the pregame show for the boys' game, Waynedale at Dalton, another Wayne County Athletic League contest at 7.15 with the PNC Bank pregame show and then the tip-off around 7.30 tomorrow night. Next girls' broadcast is Saturday afternoon 
The JV contest will begin at 1 o'clock. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at about 2.15. And the tip-off Saturday with Canton Central Catholic will be at 2.30 in the afternoon. But here tonight, Bears have the final 16 minutes to worry about this one against Smithville. They're down by 12, 27-15. It's the original starting five for Smithville. Erickson, Hurst, Call, Bazanson, and McConnell out on the floor for the green and white and for the Lady Bears. They'll go with their original starting five also. Koblenz, McFern, Brewer, Cannon, and Lemon. Waynedale will have the basketball to open up the third period of play. And they'll have it at midcourt. And Smithville's going to stay with that 1-3-1 half-court trap. And it falls into a 1-3-1 zone. Koblenz with it on the left baseline to Brewer. Back out to Koblenz, sideline left. Koblenz jump pass, top of the key to Lemon to the free throw line to Cannon. Back out to Grace Lemon, left wing to Koblenz. She's going to drive inside the lane, put it up on the run, spun it in and out, and back in again. Koblenz with four, and that's the aggressive play that the Lady Bears need. She did that on Monday night and has not been near as aggressive here this evening. Bears are down by 10, 27-17. With it into the front court is Hurst, right baseline to Erickson. Bears in that box and one, top of the key. It now goes to Hurst, out to McConnell, back to Hurst. Left baseline to Call, back over cross court to McConnell, right of the lane, back over to Hurst, right corner to Erickson. Smithville really works the ball around the floor well. With it is Call, Call put it up, no good. Rebound loose on the baseline, pulled out of the air by Erickson, blocked out of the air by Cannon, but pulled down by Hurst, out to McConnell, right baseline to Erickson for three, around and out, nope, rebound comes down to Cannon. Emma Cannon will bring it up the floor, up the left side with a left-hand dribble. To the left baseline to Carolyn Brewer, out to Koblenz, drives baseline left, double teamed on the baseline, back out to Cannon, and Cannon will walk with the basketball. Cannon skirts with that walk every time that she gets the basketball, and if you get an official that doesn't like it, some officials will let her get away with it. Other officials will not, and tonight you've got one in Tim Bushner that won't let her get away with it. On the left-hand side is Erickson. Now to Hurst, left of the lane to call, back out to Erickson for three left wing, no good. Rebound loose, and it comes down to Koblenz on the baseline. She's got five tonight. Into the front court, Koblenz, top of the key, drives right of the lane. Off on the right baseline to McFern for three, spun it in and out, no. And the rebound is taken down by Call. Call up the floor, it goes to Erickson all the way for the left-hand layup, got it. Erickson with 12, and it's a 12-point Smithville lead again, 29-17. to into the front court, Koblenz, left baseline to Brewer. Brewer double team, back out front to Lemon, to the free throw line to Cannon, back out to Koblenz, drives left of the lane, put it up from 12, no good, left side, and the rebound is ripped down by Erickson. Erickson gets it up the floor to Hurst on the run. Hurst with it, gets it back outside to Call, on the left wing to Erickson. Erickson dribbles down to the baseline, back out front, it goes now to McConnell. Bears in that 2-1-2 zone, on the right baseline to Call. Call cross court pass to the left baseline to Erickson, put it up from five, got it. Erickson just found the weak side of the Bears defense, got the pass and put it in from five. She's got 14 and it's a 14 point Smithville lead. Right baseline to Erickson, off to Lemon. Lemon got the pass blocked right back into her hand. Top of the key to Koblenz, drives the lane, put it up from 12, no good. Rebound knocked out of bounds and they'll say it went off of Maggie Koblenz and back to Smithville. Trogdon back into the ball game for Smithville. And Lexi Weaver is going to make an appearance tonight. Now, Sid Klein was not going to play her, but it appears that he thinks they may, she may be able to add something to this game. So she comes in and sitting down as McFern with 5.20 to go in the 
third quarter. With it on the left-hand side is McConnell. Down to Cull, right corner. Back off, intercepted on the pass by Koblenz. Koblenz lost the handle, gets it back over to Brewer, though. Brewer's going to drive the lane all the way, put it up. No, it's got blocked away. No foul called, and the ball's pulled out of the air by Hurst. Hurst will bring it into the front court. Back outside to Cull, top of the key to McConnell, and she threw it right past Erickson and out of bounds. Six turnovers in the game for the Smithies. They lead it by 14, 31-17. Sid Klein having a conversation with the official Derek Gaudio about why there wasn't a foul called the last time up when Carolyn Brewer drove the lane. It's probably a real good question. Cannon, the free throw line. Back out to Koblenz. Koblenz is going to drive. Put it up for 12. No good around the rim and out. Rebound chased down by Emma Cannon in the baseline. Cannon right of the lane. Bounce pass underneath the Lexi Weaver. She threw it right into the hands of Erickson. Lexi just did not roll to the bucket on the pick. With it on the right-hand side is McConnell. Now off to Trogdon. Left wing to McConnell. To Aaron in the corner. Back out to McConnell. McConnell feeds it right back to Erickson in the left corner. Out to McConnell against that box and one. Bounce pass to Trogdon. Trogdon into the corner. Right side it goes to Call. Back over on the left side. Now to Erickson for three. Got it. Erickson with 17 at Smithville has opened up a 34-17 lead. That is four three-pointers on the night for Erickson. Right corner, it goes to Brewer. Right of the lane to Lemon for 15 feet. No good. Rebound comes down to Cannon. Laid it up and in. Emma with eight. And it's 34-19 Smithville. 3.45 to go in the third quarter. With the basketball is McConnell. And now Mike Miller is going to take a 30-second timeout for Smithville. 3.43 to go in this third quarter. And your score with a timeout on the floor. It is Smithville 34 and Waynedale 19. Harvest Market offers you everything you need from a community grocery store, providing fresh local meats, ready-to-go meals, and a full-service deli. Harvest Market is your one-stop butcher shop and can cut to order. The barbecue chicken is fresh off the grill, and the smoked ribs are second to none. For your next get-together, leave the cooking to Harvest Market. Harvest Market's convenient hours are Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday, 10 to 6. Harvest Market, located in the core of Apple Creek. Come taste the difference. Mike Miller using his first time out. He's got three 30s and a 60 left. Sid Klein has all three of his full timeouts left. He uses two 30s in the first half. 3.43 remaining in the third quarter. Smithville on top by 15, and they have the basketball. Now half-court trap put on by Waynedale on the left-hand side to Trogdon. Now back outside to McConnell, and she does a good job handling the trap for the Smithies. Left-hand side to Erickson. Cross-court pass right of the lane to McConnell. Back over to Erickson. Erickson walks with it. No call. Drives left baseline. Put it up. Air ball over the rim, and it's pulled down by Lexi Weaver. Weaver brings it into the front court for the Lady Bears. Right side to Koblenz. Back over to Weaver. Weaver left of the circle. Got a pass knocked away off to Koblenz for three. Right wing missed everything, and the rebound comes down inside the lane to McConnell. McConnell will bring it up from right to left into the front court with three minutes exactly to go in this third quarter of play. Half-court trap put on by Waynedale. McConnell goes over to Trogdon. Trogdon got the pass up floor. Knocked away and stolen away by Brewer. Brewer gets it up the floor to Koblenz. Right baseline. Drives the lane. Laid it up. No foul called. And the ball is short. Hit the bottom of the rim and Trogdon pulls it down off the floor. Boy, they're missing a heck of a game here. With it into the front court is Smithville. Off over to Hurst. Hurst got the pass. Knocked away. Stolen away by Brewer. And now Brewer will be tied up on the floor by Trogdon. And Smithville will regain control. 2.33 to go in the third quarter of play. 
and there just have not been many foul calls. Matter of fact, there have been no foul calls throughout the first six and a half minutes, make it five and a half minutes, of this third quarter. No foul calls at all. With it is McConnell. McConnell between the circles. Grace Lemon will come back in at the next dead ball. McConnell goes right side to Hurst. Hurst and Smithville's got some great spacing out there on the floor. The Erickson left corner for the three. No good. And the rebound comes right into the hands off the floor to Maggie Koblenz. Koblenz will bring it up with 2.10 to go in the third. Koblenz right side. It goes to Emma Cannon. Cannon drives inside. Back off to Koblenz. Koblenz is going to drive the lane. Pull up to 12 around the rim and it will drop. Maggie with six, and it's 34-21. Waynedale down by 13, and they need to stop here with a minute 55 to go in the third. Hurst in the backcourt. Gets it off to McConnell into the front court, right into the teeth of the double team. Gets it off to Hurst, right corner now. It goes back to Hurst. Hurst with it off to McConnell. McConnell with the basketball. Goes off onto the right baseline, and it goes to McConnell. She's going to shoot the three left wing. No good. Rebound chased down in the corner. Goes out of bounds. Back to Waynedale. Bears get the basketball back with 1.32 to go in this third quarter of play. Talia Butler is into the ball game now. She is a freshman, number 32 for Smithville, making her first appearance in the game. And also into the ball game, Brooklyn Reby for the Lady Bears. Lemon, she's going to shoot the three right of the lane. No good off the side iron. Rebound comes down to Cannon. Cannon put it up. She got hammered. No call. And it will be pulled down out of the air by Hurst. Boy, no fouls so far in this third quarter of play. I don't think I've ever seen that in a high school girls game before where a quarter has gone completely almost all the way through without a foul called on it. McFern with the basketball. Lost it out of bounds. Last touch by Smithville. I don't know. They they might be just interested in getting their paycheck and leaving. And now a T is going to be called on Sid Klein. Be quite honest, I don't blame him. I mean, there are no fouls called on either team in this third quarter. And I don't know what in the world they're doing out there except collecting a paycheck. 13-point lead by Smithville. And this is just embarrassing if you're an official because you cannot go an entire quarter without calling a foul. Especially in a high high school girls game. And there's been enough contact out there for everybody. Going line left after the tee is Erickson. And she puts it up and in. Erickson now will shoot the second tee. That's the second technical foul called against Sid Klein this year with a minute one. 19 points on the night as Erickson hits both. Into the ball game now for Smithville. Anna Munton and leaving is Erickson. 36-21, a 15-point lead by Smithville. McConnell with it in the backcourt. Off to Hurst. Back to McConnell in the front court. Back over to Hurst. Hurst right corner. It goes to Munton. Munton walked with it. No call. Gets it back out to Hurst. Hurst with it. Got the ball knocked away. Ball loose in the backcourt. And it'll be a timeout called by Smithville with 46.2 seconds to go in this third quarter. Timeout on the floor. Your score, Smithville, 36, Waynedale, 21. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. 
I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com. Second 30 used by Mike Miller in this ballgame. He's got all three of his full timeouts remaining. So does Sid Klein. 36-21. Smithville on top of it. McConnell in the front court, guarded by Brooklyn Reby. Goes left wing to Munton. Munton bounce pass to Hurst inside the lane. Back to Munton. Left corner to Call. Call back out front to McConnell. McConnell guarded by Reby. Left of the lane. It goes to Hurst. 15-footer inside the arc. No good. And the rebound is chased down by Koblenz on the baseline. Koblenz will bring it up with 20 seconds to go in the quarter. Koblenz all the way to the left baseline to Brooklyn Reby for three. Missed it. And the rebound is taken down on the baseline by Hurst. Hurst gets it up the floor to McConnell with 10 seconds to go. Now it's seven seconds. McConnell with it. Dribbles around Reby around a pick. Drives the lane. Lost the handle. Pulled out of the air by Koblenz with one second. She's going to shoot it. And it will be no good as it looked like there was a foul call there again. But nothing. And the fouls at the end of the third quarter. Why give the score? The fouls are one to Waynedale and none to Smithville. And your score at the end of three. It is... Smithville 36, Waynedale 21. Steps down on Main Street in Apple Creek is your spot for fresh homemade food daily. Custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. And try Deb's Den's relaxing, comfortable atmosphere. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service. Breakfast hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 7 to 11 a.m., and Sundays, 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner is served Tuesday through Thursday until 8, Friday and Saturday until 9, and Sunday, noon to 3. Closed on Monday, Deb's Den, next to the Bear on Main Street in Apple Creek. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidel Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Levin, Koblenz, Reby, Cannon, and McFern out on the floor for the Lady Bears to start this fourth quarter of play, and they have the basketball. McFern right corner for three, no good, and the rebound taken down by Brooklyn Reby. Reby with the basketball, gets it back out to Lemon. Lemon inside the center circle. Smithville in that 1-3-1 zone. And the Cannon. Cannon from the free throw line put it up. No good. And the rebound taken down by Koblenz. Baseline left from 12. Nope again. And the rebound taken down by Call. Call gets it up the floor to McConnell. McConnell gets it over on the left-hand side to Erickson. Erickson pass underneath the Call on the cut. Back over to Trog for three left corner. Got it. Nope, make that a two. Trogdon with six, and it's 38-21 Smithville. Left corner McFern, left wing to Koblenz, going to drive the lane, pull up from 12, got it. Koblenz with eight in the ball game, and it's 38-23. Bears need a couple of stops and some buckets. Carolyn Brewer will check in at the next whistle. 6.50 to go in the fourth quarter. With it is Hurst, gets it off to McConnell. McConnell right wing, top of the key to Erickson. Look for the shot. She'll drive inside and walk with the basketball as she shuffled her feet on the way to the bucket. That's eight turnovers in the game on the Lady Smithies, and that's one thing that they do not do a lot of, and that is turn the ball over. Brooklyn Reby out of the game and leaving 
as I said, Brooklyn Reeby, and back in is Carolyn Brewer. Into the front court is Coblin. Top of the key to Emma Cannon. Off to Coblin. Back to Cannon, right wing. Cannon to the free throw line. Gets it back off to Coblin's left baseline. Jump pass, knocked out of bounds. Saved in bounds by Coblin's right into the hands of Cannon at the left wing. Left corner to Coblin. She'll drive inside against Hurst. Spins to her right. Put it up off the glass. No good. And the rebound comes down to Hurst. Bears were just in too much of a hurry offensively on that trip. 6-10 to go in the ballgame. 38-23, Smithville. Hurst down in the corner to Erickson. Erickson back outside to Call. Call with it, spins to her right. Can't find anyone. And she's going to double dribble with the basketball. So the turnover. Smithville's giving the Bears some opportunities here, but they're not able to convert them into baskets. 38-23, a 15-point Smithville lead. Into the front court, Koblenz. Right wing to Cannon, and Cannon walked with it. So the exchange of turnovers, that is 14 tonight on Waynedale. 5.50 remaining in the game, and McConnell will bring it in right in front of the scorer's table. McConnell into the front court, crossover dribble against Cannon. Gets it back outside to Reigns. Now over to Hurst. Hurst drives the lane, put it up no, and a foul called on the inside against Waynedale. And that is just the second foul called in this half and realistically it's actually the first foul called on the floor Sid Klein got the tee and that goes as a team foul so that was really the first foul that these officials have called in the second half of play and we played over 10 minutes first one is up by Hurst and that one is good and the second one is up and no good and the rebound taken down by Maggie Koblenz and a foul is called. And the foul will be called against Smithville. And that is on Kennedy Call. Her second. And the first, as I said, against Smithville as a team. Into the front court is Cannon. Cannon gets it back off to Koblenz. Koblenz into Carolyn Brewer at the free throw line. Left baseline to Lemon. Back out to the wing. It goes to Koblenz. Back left baseline to Grace Lemon. Put up the shot. No good. And hit the pipe above the backboard. And the referees didn't even see that. And the ball is pulled down out of the air by McConnell, and she'll bring it into the front court. McConnell into the front court, top of the key, drives right of the lane, kicks it back over on the right-hand side to her, spins it now back out front to the wing, and gets it to Trogdon. Trogdon picked up the dribble and over to McConnell. Now to Erickson with five minutes to go in the ballgame. Erickson hands it off to Trogdon. Trogdon spins and gets it back over to Erickson, drives the lane, lays it up off the glass, and good. Erickson with 21 in the ball game, and it is an 18-point Smithville lead, 41-23. Cannon on the right side to McFern, back to Cannon at the free throw line, left wing to Koblenz. Koblenz double teamed to the top of the key to Cannon of the line, back over to Grace Lemon, baseline left. She'll pull up from 12, and it'll be a foul called against Smithville. So Waynedale will have it out on the baseline. Foul is called against Emily Hurst. That is just her first. McFern's out of the ball game and Lexi Weaver checks in. Sydney Miller back in also for Grace Lemon. Weaver will put it in play right of her own bucket. She inbounds it to Cannon. Cannon left to the lane. Gets it back out front to Koblenz around a pick. Over to Sydney Miller. And she lost the handle and out of bounds. So the turnover sends it back to Smithville. Lady Bears will be back in action Saturday afternoon. 
against Canton Central Catholic here at the high school. 2.15 with a pregame show on Ultimate Sports Talk. With it is McConnell, left baseline to Trogdon for two, put it up no good. And a foul is going to be called, I believe. I'm not sure. It'll be on Carolyn Brewer. I guess displacement. Not even sure they understand the meaning of the word. <laughs> but 41-23, this, this has been an interesting second half, to say the least. Inbounds pass to McConnell. McConnell with the basketball in the backcourt. And she'll be fouled on the play by Waynedale. And that foul is called against Sidney Miller, her first. Fourth against Waynedale as a team. 4.05 to go in the ballgame. With it is McConnell. McConnell spins to her right. Now crossover dribble top of the key to Hurst. Hurst gets it back over inside the lane to Erickson and back out front near the center circle to McConnell. One thing Smithville does, they really work the basketball well. They know where each other is all over the floor. McConnell left side to Hurst. Hurst with it looking underneath. Bears now in that man-to-man defense. Hurst with it near the timeline. Drives left of the lane inside the yard. Gets it off to Erickson. Bounce pass underneath the call. Taken away by Lexi Weaver. Weaver will bring it up on the run into the front court. Weaver out between the circles to Koblenz with three and a half minutes to go. Off left wing to Miller. Miller with it on the left side. It goes to Lexi Weaver. Back to Koblenz for three left wing. Overshot it. Rebound saved in. Bounce right into the hands of Carolyn Brewer by Emma Cannon. Great hustle play by Cannon. Right of the lane. Koblenz gets it off to Sidney Miller. Left baseline to Koblenz. Lost the handle. Dribbles it out of bounds. Back to the Lady Smithies. At 16 turnovers in the game on Waynedale with 3.10 to go in the ballgame. Tomorrow night will be at Dalton for Waynedale at Dalton Boys action. Pre-game show around 7.15. We'll be on the air with the tip-off at about 7.30. McConnell on the left wing to Erickson. Hands it off to Hurst. Hurst dribbles down left baseline. Spins it back out front. And it goes to Erickson. Drives inside the lane. Put it up on the run. Nope, but a foul is called. Foul will be called on Emma Cannon. That is her third. And fifth on Waynedale. And Erickson will go line left where she is three of four from the stripe tonight. Puts it up and it's no good. Lindsey Troyer, Mandy Ebert. And Brooklyn Reby into the ball game for Sidney Miller, Carolyn Brewer, and Maggie Koblenz. Talia Butler, a freshman, into the ball game now for Smithville. As both coaches are starting to clear their bench at the 250 mark of the ball game. Second one by Erickson is good. Erickson with 22. And it is 42-23. Wayne Dale down by 19. Cannon with the basketball, and she will be fouled by McConnell. McConnell with her first, and the Bronx cheer goes up from the Waynedale crowd. Ebert will put the ball in play right of her own bucket, inbounds it to Lindsey Troyer, who's been really playing well in the JV games lately, last couple of games, for Kim Zerker. Even, their record is even at 3-3, three and three, as they won tonight. Lexi Weaver out between the circles to Brooklyn Reby. Reby with the basketball. You've got four freshmen out on the floor right now for Waynedale and one junior, Amanda Ebert. Lindsey Troyer, right of the lane to Emma Cannon, inside the lane, stops, pump fake, underneath the Lexi Weaver, put it up no good, and the rebound is pulled down by Hurst. Hurst in the backcourt, gets it off to McConnell, 2.10 to go in the ballgame. Smithville comfortably on top by 19. Into the front court, McConnell, back outside to Hurst. Hurst gets it off into the free throw line to Erickson, and she walked with the basketball. 
That's 11 turnovers tonight on Smithville. Zelda Reigns checking into the ball game. Alexis Melvin in and Anna Munton. Erickson, Trogdon leaving the contest. And Hurst. Under two minutes to go in the ball game. Ebert gets it off to the free throw line to Lexi Weaver. Baseline left to Emma Cannon. Pulls up with a shot. Nope from five. But she was fouled. And Emma will go to the line shooting two. Foul is called on Reigns. That will be her first. And just the fourth against Smithville as a team. Emma Cannon tonight. Two of two from the line. Puts that one up, and it is good. She has got about as sweet a shot as you can see. Nine points in the ball game, and Cannon, line right for the second one, puts that one up, and it is good again. Cannon with ten. Coming in, Sidney Miller, and Cannon will leave. Cannon leaves with ten points and six rebounds in the ball game. 149 left to go in it, 42-25, Smithville. Into the front court. He goes down on the left baseline to Butler. Butler back out front. And a foul is going to be called away from the ball. And it will be called on Alexis Melvin for setting an illegal screen. First against Melvin. Fifth against Smithville as a team. A minute 35 to go in the game. Troyer with it on the left-hand side. Troyer back out to Reby. Reby with it back over to Troyer. Troyer got a pass, knocked free. Ball loose on the sideline, picked up by Mandy Ebert. Top of the key to Reby. Back over to Troyer. Top side to Reby again. Reby with it. Right wing to Sidney Miller. Miller bounce pass right of the lane to Mandy Ebert. Knocked free and stolen away by McConnell. And then McConnell kicked it out of bounds. And the ball will stay with Waynedale. And checking into the contest now is Emma Zollinger. Zollinger comes in. 5-4 junior and leaving is McConnell. With a minute 15 to go. Timeout on the floor. 115 to go in the ball game. Your score, Smithville 42, Waynedale 25. Do you own or manage a business? Work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products. Pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. Well, while you're away, Mandy Ebert got an offensive rebound, put it up and in for her first two of the night. Waynedale again with the basketball after the turnover by Smithville. They go to Reby. Reby with a half a minute to go in the ballgame off to Lindsey Troyer. Right wing jumper for two. Got it. Lindsay Troyer with her first two, and it's 42-29, so the score, final score is going to look a little bit more respectable than the game actually was for a majority of it. 19.4 seconds to go in the contest, 42-29, Smithville by 13. And the Smithies will inbound the basketball in the backcourt to Zollinger. Zollinger brings it into the front court, goes off to Reigns, underneath pass. It goes to Alexis Melvin, put it up no good, and the rebound taken down by Mandy Ebert. Ebert top of the key, left wing to Reby, four seconds to go. Ebert top of the key, three, won't go. Rebound taken down by Melvin, and that will do it. Your final score here tonight, Smithville 42, Waynedale 29. We'll wrap it up after these timeouts. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that, nice, right? Saute on medium-high, brown, ooh, browning, nicely. Now the broth, it's Asian-inspired and 
perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge, perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been serving the community from snacks, beverages, anything you may need. Just like the Waynedale Golden Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Well, your final score here tonight, Waynedale falls to the Smithville Lady Smithies, 42-29. Waynedale drops to 0-3 in conference play, while Smithville goes to 3-0. The postgame show is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears basketball. This game has been brought to you by... Miller Custom Exteriors, call 695-4905. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Murphy's Promotions, call 464-1970. The Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. The Shout Brothers Farms. Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, call 830-9760. The Spidell Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. And by Yoder Builders in Orville. The star of the game show is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Hi, I'm Jerry Lucas. Everybody knows that high school sports give us excitement. They also give us leaders and role models, and they bring our communities together. Sometimes they give us heroes, other times they give us heartbreak. But they always give us an opportunity to learn, grow, and practice life skills. I know high school sports gave me a lot while growing up in Ohio, just as they do for today's young people. So shouldn't we give high school sports our full support? It's time for the Lem's Pizza Star of the Game Show. Brought to you by Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Order now by calling 695-7111. Now let's go back to the gym for a recap of tonight's game and the presentation of the Lem's Pizza Star of the Game. Well, the final score tonight was a lot more respectable than actually what happened in the ball game. Waynedale loses it here this evening to the Smithville Lady Smithies as they are now 3-0 on the road. 42-29 here tonight. Smithville 6-0 on the year. They are 3-0 in Wayne County Athletic League play. While the Lady Bears fall to 1-5 and they are 0-3 in conference play. Lauren Erickson had 22 points to lead the way for both teams. 
in the ball game, while Emma Cannon had 10 points to lead the way for the Wayndale Lady Bears. So Wayndale falls here tonight in this one. The JV ball game went to Wayndale, though. They won it 31-17 to even their mark at 3-3. Three and three. We'll take a look at the stat story for tonight's game right after this timeout. At Lem's Pizza in Fredericksburg, you get a pizza you won't get anywhere else. There's a reason we've been in business since 1996. We use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. We not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza, open for lunch every day at 10.30 and Sundays at 2. And we're open until 9 on Sunday through Thursday, until 10, Friday and Saturday. It's not just pizza, it's Lem's Pizza on the square of Fredericksburg. Like us on Facebook, 695-7111. Well, let's take a look at the stats for tonight's game. First of all, for Smithville, as I said, they were led in scoring tonight by Lauren Erickson with 22 points. She was 4 of 6 from the line, had 4 three-pointers and 4 rebounds tonight. Jordan McConnell had 7 points on 2 three-pointers, 1 of 2 from the line and 2 rebounds. Emily Hurst added 4 rebounds in a starting role. She was 2 of 4 from the line. She had 6 rebounds here this evening. Off the bench, Nicole Trogdon had 6 points, 2 rebounds, and Anna Munton added 2 points and no rebounds. As a team, Smithville was 7 of 12 from the line for 58%. They had 18 rebounds, three of them offensive all total, and 11 turnovers in the ballgame. As far as the Waynedale Lady Bears are concerned, they were led by Emma Cannon with 10 points tonight, six rebounds, four of four from the line. Maggie Koblenz had eight points, and she grabbed nine rebounds tonight. Elsewhere for the Lady Bears, Lindsay McFern had three points on one three-pointer, four rebounds. That extends her streak of six consecutive games with at least one three-pointer. Two points to Carolyn Brewer and one offensive rebound. Grace Lemon had two points, four rebounds, two of them offensive. Off the bench, Lindsey Troyer had two points, one rebound, and Mandy Ebert, two points and two rebounds. Waynedale was four of four from the line, but like I said, they just did not get to the line enough tonight in order to make a dent in the final score. They had 31 rebounds, so they did a nice job on the glass, ten of them offensive, but they committed 16 turnovers. Your final score here tonight, Smithville 42, Waynedale 29. We'll give away the Lem's Pizza star of the game after this final timeout. Tired of the same old national pizza chains? Try Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg, sponsor of tonight's star of the game. Locally owned and operated since 1996, Lem's Pizza offers the best in pizza, subs, wings, and now 24 flavors of ice cream. From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Delivering value every time with a hometown personal touch. Lem's Pizza is a proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like us on Facebook. Order now by calling 695-7111. So your final score here tonight, 42-29. Waynedale on top of it. So the Bears fall to 1-5 overall here in this one. Well, good job tonight to our Lem's Pizza star of the game here this evening, the freshman Emma Cannon. Cannon, 10 points here tonight. She was 4 of 4 from the line and had 6 rebounds, 3 of them offensive. So Emma Cannon is our Lem's Pizza star of the game here this evening. She receives a large two-item pizza free from Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Next outing for the Waynedale Lady Bears will be Saturday afternoon here at home against Canton Central Catholic in a non-conference game. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 2.15, tip-off at 2.30. Our next broadcast game is tomorrow night, and that will be from Dalton, where the Waynedale Golden Bears will be playing the Dalton Bulldogs. That will be a 7.15 tip-off and 7.30. 
with the pre uh, tip off of that one 7:15 with the pregame show for that one. That's going to do it here tonight from Waynedale. Our thanks to Mike Miller and Chad Spurlock for helping us out from Smithville. Chris Lapish and Sid Klein from Waynedale. Our thanks to Greg Mitchell for producing tonight's program. But most of all, our thanks go out to you for listening. One final time here tonight from Waynedale High School. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you the final score. Smithville, 42. Waynedale, 29. Until tomorrow night from Dalton. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to the Lem's Pizza Star of the Game Show. Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Order now by calling 695-7111. Join us after each and every game for the Lem's Pizza Star of the Game Show. Join us next time for Waynedale Golden Bears basketball. This has been an Ultimate Sports Talk Internet Radio presentation. <laughs>